The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 37. I hope you're doing well today. Um, If you are struggling with OCD and anxiety, um, then you can head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can find loads of resources and information about how to manage OCD and anxiety in a better way. Uh, There's also my free mini course. Um, All you need to do to get access to that is to sign uh, sign up to the newsletter. If you're enjoying this podcast, it would be amazing if you could give us um, a five-star review. Uh, It really helps with getting the message out there. And also if you could uh, subscribe. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about my three top tips for for managing and overcoming anxiety. Now, these are based um, both on my own personal experiences and on um, acceptance commitment therapy, which uh, I really do think is one of the best things out there for dealing with um, OCD and anxiety. So if you can apply these skills to your own experience of anxiety, uh, it could be really beneficial. Um, Like always, if you have any questions, do please let me know. And uh, I really hope you uh, enjoy and find it helpful. Many thanks. Now, my first tip is, uh, it's a fairly obvious one, because we hear people talk about it all the time. Um, But it is absolutely essential. And that is acceptance. Now, I'm going to talk in a little bit of detail about acceptance and what it actually is and and how I view it and how I try to bring it to to uh, anxiety and so acceptance uh, does not mean that you agree with your your thoughts or that you want to have the feelings or that you're giving in in some way to the anxiety uh, many people are put off by the word acceptance for those reasons and uh, you know it doesn't mean that at all All we mean by acceptance is that you're going to do your very best to try to allow the difficult thoughts, uh, emotions, um, feelings, sensations to be there in the background whilst you carry on doing what's most important to you. Now, um, we're going to be talking about other things like values in a minute, but we, we, we just kind of uh, hit on something there that I think is really important, and that is with acceptance you know, some people have this idea that if you're, you know, if you're doing acceptance correctly, then you're not going to have any anxiety, you won't be feeling any anxiety at all, that you won't have any negative thoughts going on in your head, you won't have any difficult kind of, uh, you know, sensations or anything like that. And unfortunately, you know, that's, that's not true. Um, Because with acceptance, uh, particularly when we first start doing it, you know, the the difficult thoughts uh, and emotions might well still be there in the background. And it's our job to do, to keep trying our very best, to just keep trying to accept them. Um, now, I'll be talking more about how you can do that in just a minute. But 
this this really is so so important when i was um when i was really struggling with ocd um you know i had initially no idea about acceptance um you know back then there wasn't so much information about this kind of stuff and it really was the most important word i came across because before this point i was always fighting with my anxiety i was, I was always trying to get rid of it um, you know, and actually, I didn't realize it, but this was this was just making things worse. And uh, I've talked a little bit about this before, but in our society, we are told by everyone that if we have a problem, that we need to solve that problem. We need to get rid of it. We need to fight with it. Uh, so we are all problem solvers. And there's a good reason for that, because, you know, actually, in many realms of life, problem solving is definitely uh, you know, a skill that that you need to have. If you have a problem in your relationship, you need to try to solve it. You need to communicate with your partner. If you have a problem at work, again, it's the same thing. We need to find a solution to it. But when we bring that same mindset to uh, emotional problems uh, and mental health issues, unfortunately, generally, what it tends to do is to make things worse. A little bit of problem solving is is okay you know like if you are thinking about a, a you know a problem that you are anxious about and you think about it once and you come to you know some kind of resolution that's great that's absolutely fine but unfortunately what tends to happen to people with uh, anxiety or ocd or other uh, anxiety based disorders is that we uh, tend to overthink things massively and, uh, you know, this this becomes really problematic because, you know, the more we kind of think about something, uh, the more we kind of, you know, the more stuck we become. And someone who doesn't struggle with uh, anxiety disorders, generally what will happen if they have a problem, uh, you know, that they're thinking about, they might think about it once or twice. They'll come to a resolution and then they'll leave it. You know, they'll be happy with that and they'll be able to kind of get on with their day. But as I'm sure you're aware, if you're someone who struggles with anxiety, you might come to a resolution about something. But then two minutes later, another worry about it pops up. And then suddenly you're back into that habit of thinking and struggling with it again until you think you found a resolution. And then five minutes later, another kind of thing pops up. And it's a vicious circle. It's never ending. And so actually, you know, in this kind of situation, rather than problem solving, the best thing that we can often do is to just to short circuit that process. You know, if you've done one round of, you know, analytical thinking around the problem, you certainly do not need to keep thinking about it again and again and again. What you need to do is whenever you get that feeling that comes up of, um, you know, oh, but what about this or what about that? It's that doubt, that little bit of doubt. And actually what you need to do is, you know, work on accepting that doubt. Because, you know, all it is, is, is doubt. It's, it's, you know, it probably doesn't have any real truth to it whatsoever. And the best thing that we can do is just to refocus our attention onto the present moment. So I'll be talking about that uh, in just a second. So acceptance for me, really, is it's at the cornerstone of getting over anxiety. If you can't have acceptance, then it's incredibly hard to to uh, to improve your situation uh, with these kinds of problems. So, how do we actually build acceptance? 
um, because it is such a key skill. So it leads into tip number two, which is coming into the present by focusing on values. Now, when we're in the present moment, it's much, much harder for us to focus on, you know, worries about the past, um, you know, or, or about the future. And it's, uh, it's an incredible place to be. As if you've read um, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, he, uh, he talks all the time about this. Uh, how if, we, if you can stay in the present moment, you're not going to have any issues because you won't be stuck in your head worrying about the future or stressing about the past. You will be in the present moment and that is the best place that you can be. And also being in the present is in itself an act of acceptance. And so one way that you can build acceptance is learning to be more in the present. But how do we do that? How do we actually learn how to be more in the present? Well, mindfulness is incredibly important with this meditation. Um, so if you can build, you know, a daily meditation practice, it really, really does have a huge impact on all of these kinds of problems. There's been so much research done into meditation that shows the positive correlation between, uh, you know, between spending a short amount of time uh, meditating every day and improved, uh, improved mental health. Researcher Sarah Lazar, um, a psychologist at Harvard Medical School, uh, commented on her research that um, our data suggests that meditation practice can promote cortical plasticity in adults in areas important for cognitive and emotional processing and well-being. Now, I'll leave it there with meditation for today because I want to come back and do uh, a full podcast on that uh, another time. But it is almost without doubt that meditation can be extremely helpful uh, for, for many difficult problems because it really does help us to come into the present moment. And that leads to more acceptance. If though, uh, you know, meditation is not for you because it isn't for many people. For me, I, I sometimes really struggle to, to get myself to sit down and do it. I'm quite an active person. I like to be doing stuff. Um, if, that's, if that's you, then don't worry because you can do informal meditation practice. So everywhere you go, you can actually be doing meditation practice. Uh, for example, if you're walking, you can really pay attention to your walking. Pay attention as your heel hits the floor, as the weight transfers to the rest of your feet. Um, and really notice as you lift up your foot and then, and, and then put it back down again and then the other one comes up. Pay attention to all of this and really notice the, the whole process. Are you swinging your arms gently as you're, as you're moving? You can even kind of um, really pay attention to the things that you're seeing as you're walking along and really notice those. So this is an act of informal meditation and it's also a way to come into the present moment. So if you are really struggling with difficult thoughts and uh, you don't know how to accept them, Part of acceptance is actually this. It's coming into the present moment. And using mindfulness skills is an incredible way of doing that. I'm going to share one more informal meditation practice that you could try uh, that's also you know, very helpful. And that's a really simple one. But it's simply, yeah, washing the dishes. When you're washing the dishes, you know, it's a pretty boring uh, task for a lot of people. And a lot of people don't really want to be doing it. 
However, if you can force yourself to be in the moment when you're doing that and really pay attention to the whole process, that can, again, really help you to get out of your head into your body and to accept that difficult anxiety that you're experiencing because you're choosing not to focus on it. You're choosing to focus on the present moment by really paying attention to what you're doing when you're washing the dishes. So you can try to notice the temperature of the water. You can notice the uh, the soap studs. You can pay attention to the cloth as you pick it up and how that feels. You can pay attention to the plates, um, again, as you're cleaning and really notice how, how that feels. Um, so these are these are the kind of skills that really do help with uh, with um, building acceptance by being in the present moment. And the next thing, because this tip incorporates kind of two things, I'm cheating a little bit, but you know it's okay. Um, so yeah, the next thing is is values because coming into the present moment, one of the best things you can use apart from meditation is tuning into your values. Now. I, uh, you know, this is a big part of acceptance uh, commitment therapy and, you know, values are so helpful. I really, I really do think that many people, when they're struggling with anxiety problems, and this was definitely the case for me, you become remote from your values. You kind of forget them because the anxiety becomes so strong. It becomes a central thing in your life. And, you know, often we stop doing the things that are most important to us, the things that we really care about. Uh, and if we are still doing the things that we care about, often we're not present when we're doing them. So we get, you know, limited amount of joy uh, from from doing them. Whereas in the past, maybe we, we got a lot out of it. So it really is worth thinking about, you know, what are your values? What is most important to you? Um, finding a list of, of values uh, online. If you go to uh, my website, you can find my my premium course for OCD and anxiety and uh, there there's loads of resources for helping you to find find out what your your values are uh, you know working out your values is 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 great so if you can do that work out your values go through a list of values find any that you like tick them all off and then you'll have like a list of 20 maybe 30 different values then what you need to do is whittle those down to, to 10 and once you have your top 10 values, you can actually work out some goals that are related to those values. And so that when you're really struggling, you can choose to, to go off and do something, uh, one of these goals that is, you know, that is related to your values that you can really focus on. Um, I find that creativity, for example, is an area that many people value, but often, you know, are not doing anything related to it. And so if you can find something creative that you really enjoy, you know, so if you're at home and you're literally sat there on the sofa, you know, just stressing in your head, the thoughts are getting worse and worse and you can't stop thinking about them. The best thing that you can do in that situation, and and it really is an act of acceptance and coming into the present moment, is to choose your um, choose to focus on something that is creative that you enjoy doing. Maybe you can sit down and play the guitar. Maybe you can do some drawing or painting. Maybe you have some kind of creative uh, project that you're doing, some writing, or you know you have a blog or anything at all. You know that that gets you moving so often with um, with these kind of things some of the best things that you can do is when you actually have to move your body because when we get moving with the body um, 
you know, it kind of takes us out of our head and, and, you know, we physically get into the body. And that's a much better place to be when you're struggling with uh, anxiety problems. So, yeah, tip number two, trying to, to learn to come into the present moment through through uh, meditation or informal meditation practices. And then really trying to also, uh, you know, work on your values, work out what your values are come into the present moment using your values. And, you know, it's important to stay here with this. Um, I made an Instagram post about this today, but you are not, um, you're not trying to get rid of those thoughts and, and feelings whilst you're doing this. It may be the case that the thoughts and feelings are there in the background whilst you're doing the things that are important to you. And that's okay. That's not a problem, okay? It's particularly when you're starting out this approach, Often the thoughts and feelings are there in the background. But when you keep doing what matters to you, despite those feelings, you're sending a message to your brain that it's okay for you to have these thoughts and feelings, that you don't care, that that you don't mind, that you're strong enough to deal with this and you're still going to do what's most important to you anyway. And when you have that kind of mindset, wow, the anxiety very quickly starts to get the message that, you know, it's no longer the boss. You know, you're taking control again and you're taking your power back from, from the anxiety. Uh, so it's an amazing feeling for you when you keep doing that and you notice that, you know, over time, the thoughts and the, the worries and the concerns start to fade more and more into the background. But for that to happen, we come to tip number three. And that is commitment. Now, uh, you know, when I say commitment here, uh, what I'm really referring to is not giving up on the process after a short time. It's so important that we try to do something every day that is, you know, that is working on acceptance and coming into the present moment. Because when we do that, we are, again, we're training this, this muscle in the mind, you know. Unfortunately, people who have, you know, anxiety disorders, what generally has happened is we've learned a very bad habit of, of thinking in quite a negative way. And so what we need to do is obviously change that habit. We need to change the way that we are habitually thinking. And so how can we do this? By, by taking small steps every single day. Uh, that are related to our values and when we do that over time again our, our brain is getting this message that we can deal with this that we can overcome this and we are literally uh, you know rewiring our brains as that um, mindfulness uh, study mentioned earlier uh, you know because our brains are you know we have neuroplasticity um, that means that we can, you know, unfortunately, we can change our brains in a, in, a, in a kind of unhelpful way by, you know, worrying all the time. But also, uh, obviously, more positively, we can do the opposite, you know, by choosing to focus on, on these things, by taking small steps each day. You are literally building the, the neuro pathways in your brain. Um, you know, to be more positive, to to be able to redirect your attention from anxious thoughts and worries, and 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 instead to focus on you know uh, life affirming values that give your life meaning and 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 keep you on the path and and you know moving to where you want to go. 
So, you know, commitment is incredible uh, because with, you know, with the other two tips, obviously they're really important, but the commitment part actually, you know, it makes them work. It actually makes the whole process. So it's kind of like the glue that, um, that sticks everything together. So there we have it, guys. I hope that was helpful. Um, if you have any any questions about this process, then you know do please let me know, and I'll do my best to to answer that. Um, if you can uh, give us a five star rating, if you found if you you know if you find this show helpful, that would be amazing. And if you could subscribe as well. So that's it for now. I'll see you next time. Remember, if you want to know more about me, you can check me out on Instagram, Robert James Coaching UK. You can go and join the Facebook group if you like, the Robert James Coaching Anxiety and OCD Support Group. And also you can check out my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. Many thanks. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional.